Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. Hey guys, welcome back to Blood Types. We are on Season 4, Episode 9. Let's get out of here. Convalescing after her latest near-death trauma, Suki envisions a world where there's room for both Phil and Eric. Jesus tries to purge the restless spirit out of Lafayette. Marcus enlists Alcide to help him deal with the Sam situation. Bill and Nan clash over their respective agendas. Hoyt asks Jason to make a delivery to Jessica. Despite Hera and Holly's misgivings, Marnie plots her next move against the vampires during a Festival of Tolerance event at Shreveport. Why does that sound like it's something that already exists? It probably uh, does. Festival of Tolerance. Yeah. Um, so where would you like to start? Because I think Let's... The, end, the last one ended with Lafayette stealing the baby. No, it ended with Alcide taking Suki off the battlefield after Suki got shot. <laughs> and you were like, the blood <laughs> didn't make oh, sense. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because she, she already had mm-hmm. blood. Okay. So yes. he carries her from the battlefield. And Bill goes and, like, blocks him and takes Suki and then brings him back to her house and tries to give him, tries to give her his blood. Um, and then he's, like, he tells us, he's like, we gotta pray. We gotta pray that she has a pulse. Yeah, he goes, why does it look like she's not taking it? And yeah. Because she's not. Yeah. But then Suki wakes up, <laughs> gets the blood, saved her. Yeah. And she's, like, where's Eric? Where is he? And does not give up. Fuck that Alcide is there, or uh, Bill. And, and she goes, the longer we take talking about this, the longer we're mm-hmm. not looking for him. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And then he just leaves. Well, Alcide's mad. I'm like, what did you expect from her, yeah. Alcide? You saw her fucking Eric in the woods. Yeah. And you're upset that she's not giving you the time of day? She's been in vampire business since you met her. And also, she didn't know that you carried her out. Yeah. You were in what form, and then Bill took her. Yeah. So where was she supposed to find out that you saved her life? He's just waiting for some kind of validation yeah. from her. It's so weird. <sighs> like, he is in love with her. He's so in love with her, which makes the scene with Debbie even worse. Yeah. Because he goes home, and she's pretending to be asleep. And he, like, doesn't understand why she's pissed off. Yeah, at all. He's like, um, well, I had to go save Suki. Well, she was there because she, like, was behind him when he took Suki. Is this when he creeps into the bed? Yes. Oh, and he's like, he gets full ass naked. Yep. Full ass naked and creeps in the bed and she's like listening to some TV show that he turns off and then leans over and kisses her. Yeah. And goes to sleep. It's so I just so want to know stupid. what was going through her mind, right? That like, uh-huh. I would be livid. Mm-hmm. And I love it when she's watching TV, she's watching Cheaters. I loved that because I love, one, I love that show. And two, it was like perfect. I feel like I haven't watched a full episode, but I know it came on late at night. It's the best. It's such a good show. And didn't the host get hurt a couple times during the Probably. Afternoon? He probably got assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why are you doing this? Look, it's so defensive. We're right? going wrong. And that's, yeah. That's a story for another day. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just continue with Debbie. Mm-hmm. Debbie buys V. Yes. And she brags. She goes, have you ever sucked it from the vampire's veins? I oh. have. It's not, does it get fresher than that? Just take your blood and go. Like, get the fuck out of here, Debbie. But then she goes to Suki's house and brings her flowers. And her and Suki sit down and have, like, girl time. And decide that they're mending their relationship. And she goes, I just 
want to see if we can get on the same page. And she goes, I love Alcide and anything I do. And she goes, Alcide is like, no, no, no. I don't want to hear you talk. Right. I want to hear your thoughts. But, or she goes, I want to listen or something like that where she stops talking and right. listens to her thoughts. Debbie could just automatically think, I love Alcide, I love Alcide, I love Alcide, right. I love Alcide. Or be like, oh, Sookie's so cool. Oh, yeah. I wish I was Sookie's friend. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know her real ulterior motives. That could be manipulative. So Sookie's like, okay, I believe you. And she goes, I just want to help. And Sookie's like, okay. Help with what, Debbie? Yeah. I'm sorry. Sookie is an idiot for believing that this is a peaceful thing. But I kind of, like, I, Debbie should be able to see that Sookie's not interested in Alcide. Right. Like, why does she feel threatened by Sookie when Sookie's literally like, I am looking for Eric. Like, please give me Eric. You caught me fucking him in the woods. Like, just give me him. And Debbie's like, you know what? I need to go spy on Sookie by becoming her friend so that Alcide won't leave me. Well, to give Debbie more credit, she tried talking to Alcide. Yeah. And it literally changed nothing. Yeah. Um, no, I don't fault Debbie at all except for feeling like she needs to go keep an eye on Sookie when Sookie's not even interested. Break up with Alcide because he's not making you happy and move on. Go back to your V that you're apparently doing again. Yeah, it sucks that she slid back. Because of Alcide. Girls, listen to me. Do not ever get a drug addiction over a man. They're not worth it. <laughs> so. I feel like you can't follow that. That's yeah, true. Don't don't try. Um. Okay. What do you want to... Do you want to do Luna and Sam? She's like yes. begging him to leave. Yes, she just got her child mm-hmm. now, right? And she comes out, and she goes, Sam, go home. This is not your problem. And right. he stands up, and he goes, what if I want it to be my problem? And then he's like, uh, let's go on a camping trip. Yes, I have that <laughs> note. I have, I said, Sam, stop trying to be a hero. And then he, he literally goes, let's get out of here. And she goes, I'm trying to teach Emma not to run from her problems. Right. It's like, it's not running per se. Like, we're just going to go get a part of nature. Right. And I I said, um, first, Sam, you can't run when there's a child involved. And I'm pretty sure that camping is where you just stay outdoors with no protection isn't the answer either. Yeah. Why are you going somewhere where they're not going to have any protection against this guy? No. I mean, they're both shifters. Yeah. And... Literally. Like, it's, it's You've endangered still, the child once again. It's still running. Yeah. Oh, God. But they go. They go to the woods. They go to the woods. I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't understand how these relationships form, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because if I was having this much issue with a new guy and my ex-husband, and, who I had a restraining order against, and my child, I would be like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, you were making this worse for me and my kid, and no amount of dick is worth, like, endangering this situation that I'm in. But Marcus was in the wrong. I agree, fullheartedly. But until you know, like, your child is going to be safe, why are you, like, you're like, Sam, you need to go. Okay, yes, we'll go in the woods with you. Yeah, I see what she's entertaining it. Right, it's like, no, you are endangering your child. Right. And... Am I the only one that felt weird? Is like when the little kid was like, I want to be a shifter instead of a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And then they start talking about bunnies. And then Sam was like, I'll go get the bunny for you. He had to go get naked. And shift into a bunny. Yeah. No, it's so weird. And then the little kid's like manhandling it. Right. That's what I found weird. That he's like, let me go. And then gets fully naked. It comes out a bunny. 
and hops up straight and to Luna's her. like oh, yay I'm glad you love my kid I'd be like you're naked yeah. my kid is handling a naked man yeah and you know that right not as bad as some other stuff that made me uncomfortable during right. this season but still I was like that's weird right, right? So, during this time, Marcus has gone to Merlot's to look for Sam. And Tommy's there. He's writing a note to Sam on, like, a checkout ticket. And he, it's more sniffing because he smells mm-hmm. Marcus come in. And he goes, I'm going to be here. Tell Sam to be there. Yeah, he's like, meet me tonight. Yeah. And he's like, what is this about? And he goes, Sam will know. Right. I don't feel bad for Tommy. He probably did one good thing. No, he didn't. This is so self-serving. He went in place of Sam. He didn't know what was going to happen. Well, I don't think he was going to get anything from it. When, like, a guy walks in and was like, Sam meets me here. Right. And then he got jumped. But he did make it worse on himself. It's like, I didn't fuck her, but my brother felt every which way. That was too far. Yeah. Because, of course, you're going to just piss somebody right. off. Marcus is just used to getting his way. And... Have you know? Like he didn't none of the dirty work. I mean, he did hit him a couple times, right? right. But he had other people hit him. Right. I'm glad Alcide was there. But backing up when Marcus was like, "Hey, you're cool. Um, can I borrow you tonight?" To <laughs> what was my notes on that? He pretty much just asked Alcide to be there to like look like muscle. Yeah. He goes, "Nothing's gonna happen." Because Elsie's like, I don't want to start anything. With, that's not my fight. Right. And Marcus is like, I just need you to, like, show up and look mean real quick. Right. And Marcus in that scene had some arms, though. When he was, like, open up some beer. Cup, He's like, jacked. He is jacked. I'm terrified of Marcus. Yeah. He's scary. Yeah. And he definitely abuses power, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, the other episode, he was, like, breaking up a fight between the wolves. Mm-hmm. And then now he's using them to his own, feel his right. own vendettas. Which I didn't think Everyone is, cool. is self-serving. Everyone is self-serving. <laughs> but I like that, um, so they beat up Tommy, mm-hmm. that's technically Sam, and they're like, whoops, kill, kill the wrong guy, and Elsie's like, get him some help. Right. Get off of him. Like, literally pulling people off of him. It's like... He's you, a kid. Yeah, it's like, you said this wasn't gonna get violent. Yeah. Like, you said you were just gonna talk to him. And then they're like, whoops, kill the wrong guy. And while that's happening, while Sam, uh, Tommy's getting his ass beat... They're fucking hardcore yep. in this tent. Yep. With her daughter. Your kid is here. Yeah. Your it, kid is here. Within a radius. Yeah. And you think because she's powerful or she's going to have some powers that she could hear that. Yeah. I don't like Sam's sex noises. I mean, I guess it's better than barking in his sleep. That's true. <laughs> Which nobody could let that go. No. Everybody likes to ride really aggressively. Yeah. And so Elsie takes, he's taking Tommy to the hospital. Yes. But Tommy says no. Well, I think Tommy knows, like, they're not going to be able to help him. Yeah. He shifted. He he went before. Yeah. And so he goes, take me home. And he goes, where's home? And he goes, my lots. Me. I only feel so bad for him. I do feel bad for him. Yeah, you have a big heart, though. So that's why I don't. (laughs) And that's about where we leave Elsie and Tommy. Yes. Um, do we want to touch... The Mavis and all that hot mess? Or do we want to talk about Terra and them and the moon goddess? Or do we want to talk about um, Bill and Nan? Oh, God. Oh, then there's Lafayette, uh, or not Lafayette, uh, Jason and Jessica and Hoyt. Let's talk about Jessica. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about Jessica and Jason and Hoyt. Okay. So, first thing, you see Hoyt packing up a box Mm -hmm. of things 
and his he wrote on Jessica's box for you monster. Yeah. And Such then, a fucking asshole. And then another scene he's breaking down crying over her. Mm-hmm. I pick yeah. a side. Pick pick a side. Pick a side. I know breakups are hard, but you don't have to be uh, mean for no reason. Also, I love how they specifically show this Taylor Swift CD. I'm like, Jessica would not listen to Taylor Swift. I think she would. No, I refuse. I think she would nope. be a Swifty. Nope. I think she would. This, later on in the episode, this is the first time I think a Taylor Swift song has been used in the sex scene. Another more aggressive writing, Jessica's fucking Jason. What was the, the song? Okay, I don't know any Taylor Swift song besides, like, White Horse. Okay, it's Haunted. Haunted. I don't know it, but just in case you're a Taylor fan now, there. But she was aggressively riding him in the back of Jason's truck. Which is not the place that you want to ride. There's not enough room. Your knee's going to be sliding off the side. And aren't those, like, divoted, the back of trucks? Yeah. Well, they seem to have a decent time, question mark. And she looks like she's having a good time for somebody who's, like, always a virgin. Yeah. Well, when you get turned on enough, then it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but so while Hoyt is doing all of this, Lafayette shows up at the house mm-hmm. with a gun. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just walks on in. Yes. And he goes, why are you in my house? And kicks Hoyt out in his yeah. underwear. Which, funny. And he also deserved it. Yeah. But just, so, I guess we got to forward. Right. Before we come back to the Mavis stuff, I know we're a little bit all over the place. Right. But the rest of the Jason stuff, um, he goes over to Jason's house and Mm -hmm. said, I can't stay at the house anymore. Everything reminds me of her. I'm waiting for her to come back in my life. Can I stay here? And Jason's like, "Uh, sure. Right. Sure. And then um, later in the episode, after the whole Lafayette stuff done, he goes, can you take this to Jessica's, or to Jessica? She's at vampire bills mm-hmm. and then we already talked about the aggressive taylor swift scene. yes um but back to the lafayette part there is one part about jason and jessica that i do want to go back to at some yeah. point yeah we'll get let's there let's go ahead yeah. i just when he shows up at the house he has scratched out the like for you monster thing which i thought yeah. was really sweet and he's like if you ever need to talk i'm here for you and he's like it's probably not the best idea for me to come inside but then they have sex anyway but i thought it was really sweet that he got rid of the for you monster that is also nice but he was one of the men who like yeah kicks her out of the house yes yeah. oh i'm not giving him a pass but okay. i thought that one scene was really cute yeah because it's like unnecessarily mean yeah like you didn't need to do that it was petty she's 17 right she's child <laughs> oh my god 17 is a taylor swift thing yeah oh my god she is a swifty <laughs> okay anyways so back to mavis okay. mm-hmm. so lafayette as mavis has is the kid named Mike, mikey mikey she mm-hmm. has mikey and thinks it's her baby and kicks her out of the house and hoyt calls jason and andy mm-hmm. or they're jason's at and andy's at their house and they're talking about how Mikey's gone missing. Right. Um, Arlene thinks it's Renee. But it's Hoyt's like it's Lafayette. Yeah. And Terry's Terry's too precious for this show. I know. Terry's too precious for the show. Um, but that's when Hoyt calls and was like, Hey, Lafayette has a has Arlene's baby and kicked me out of my own house. Yeah. And that's when they all head over to um Hoyt's and start Andy also finds a vial of V. He keeps saying it's evidence. Mm-hmm. But I think he grabs... I don't know if he... Yeah, he grabs it and takes it in the other room, right? Yeah. Because um, he finds it in the couch cushion. 
Well, I think that's where he sleeps because they kicked him out of his own. I know, but still, like, everyone sits on the couch, Andy. Just put it in your fucking car. Yeah. Keep your drugs in your car. You're a cop. You <laughs> yeah, know where come people on. look. Come on. Anyways. Uh, so they're at the, the place. They try to go in. Andy's really aggressive. Like, yeah. kicks the door in and obviously, like, ready to shoot. Yeah. And so he breaks the door in. Um, Andy's on the floor. Lafayette slash Mavis shoots. And then Jason has the gun at the ready. And he mm-hmm. goes, why didn't you shoot? He goes, am I supposed to shoot him with a baby in his yeah. arms? You're supposed to defuse the situation. Right. In case people forgot, that's what you're supposed to do right. first. Right. Don't shoot. Yeah. Defuse. So they call Hazus. Arlene Jesus. calls Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think was the best. Yeah. Was the best option anybody could have done in this situation. Because not only does he know what could possibly be happening to right. Lafayette... But he goes and he's able to... He's he's a smooth talker, man. Mm-hmm. He is a smooth he's talker. He's like, Lafayette's a medium. This isn't your baby. Yeah. Like, we need to let this go. Yeah. You're using somebody else's body. And he goes, you're holding on to something. That's what's yeah. keeping you here. And you find out this poor lady's I story. Know. She just wants her fucking baby, man. Yeah. And she came home with a doll. And what happened is she... I don't know what happened, if it was consensual, unconsensual sex. Yeah. Um, but the husband was like, this is going to look bad on me, and killed the baby and buried the baby. And then when she comes home to try to find the baby, he stabs her in the kitchen. Yeah. And then buries her <sighs> out in the yard. And after all their seance and everything. They find the remains of the son. Mm-hmm. And she's like holding the remains of the body mm-hmm. and he is doing like an exorcism thing for yeah, her to for leave her Lafayette. To that felt that part of it felt like a whole different show. Yeah. Like we were had switched shows. Yeah. It was just like the ending yeah. of an episode like wow they moved on. Aww. But one thing is they didn't give the baby back before the seance. Mikey was just on his back and No one bed. gives a real fuck about this baby. Come on. I love it. They're just like the baby's hanging out right. in the back and she's telling this horrible story. I'm like, you couldn't have gave the baby back no. before the seance? But I guess she's like, no, it's pretty much still my baby till I get mine. Yeah. Um, good collateral. <laughs> yeah. She's like, just in case I'm taking the baby. But that was really sad. But at the end, you see her crossing over and she right. has her real baby in her arms and she's getting to sing to it. Yeah. But that whole buildup with Mikey... So stupid. Was was for that. Yeah. A waste of time. Waste like we why what was what was the point of that story? Besides we are on there to be episode nine out of twelve. Yeah. They were like, well, that's one thing wrapped up. Let's just keep going. But I didn't understand the point of like Lafayette needing to be possessed and there needing to be something with the baby. I guess it's like that's the only way they're gonna solve this. Yeah. But why? Like, why was there even a need for... Anyways, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's season four, episode nine. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, so that's, like, hopefully wrapped up because Lafayette, yeah. like, is back and breaks right. her off in a very, very sweet moment. Um, I think everything else kind of goes with Sookie and, and Bill. Witches, yeah. yeah. Everything else I have is all leading up to this. Yeah. So I guess when Bill leaves Sookie, that's when Nan is in his house? Well, first... The coven is fucking pissed at Antonia because of Eric. And she's like, he's under my control, blah, blah, blah. He's like, a new pet. Yeah. And she's, Tara is like, you fucked up by rejecting Bill. And, like, you're causing violence that doesn't need to be caused. 
And she is, like, trying to make them all hold hands again so that she can do a protection spell. And everyone is like, no, no. we're not fucking doing this. And she's like, you are not going to leave. Like, you're going to stay here and we're going to fucking continue to do this. Is this when Debbie shows up? Because she goes and she's, like, claiming that the werewolves are going to help the witches. Yes, because okay. you find out their plan... When Suki sneaks in the back. Yes. Because Debbie comes in and she goes, hi, I'm speaking of the werewolves for Mm -hmm. Shreveport. And she says, we're we're just supporting your cause like six different times. Right. And Antonia is distracted and Suki comes in the back and she finds Eric in the bathroom. Yeah. And that's when Debbie Debbie does cross her. Yeah. Debbie does cross her. Um, But Suki finds Eric and she's trying to be like, hey, let's go. I'm here to rescue you. And he goes, I... Can't, not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah I can't go. And um, Tara, like, has a gun pointed at her. It was like, you stupid bitch. Yeah. Like, you, why did you come here? That was the worst decision you could have made. Yeah. And she goes, can't you hear me? Do you hear me? Right. And she doesn't use her powers at all. I, would, I know. I would constantly have it going. Especially when I'm trying to sneak into somewhere. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. About who's thinking about Eric. Mm-hmm. And so Suki's backed out of coming out of the bathroom and Debbie's goes, see, I even brought you the telepath or, yeah. or whatever as a gift. And Tara's finally like, like in her mind being she's like, like, she's holding us captive. She's like, listen, the plan is she's going to, they're going to kill Bill. Bill's at this hotel. Yeah. Whatever. I need you to charge me, charge me now. And yeah. she charges her. And they fake makes, fight. Yeah, yeah. And she gets away and cause she's going to go save Bill. Mm-hmm. And that's when Antonia takes the, the guy who doesn't know anyone. Roy? Yes. And they take Eric and they leave and that's when they put the they close the doors. Yeah. And Tara touches the door. And it burns her. Like third degree immediate yeah. blister burns. It's and then so somebody's gross. like, I'm gonna try the other one. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would she leave Idiots. one un uncursed? Yeah. Just for like, oh no, we meant for you to take the front door. Oh oopsie, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you hear screams like idiot. Ugh. Idiot. <sighs> but man, so now Antonia, Roy, and Eric are on the way to this yes. freedom of tolerance, and now Suki's on the way to the freedom tolerance, and then that's where all hell breaks it looks loose. Looks like it's gonna break loose, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me get. So Jessica, it, Bill, and Nan are all silvered underneath Bill's house, mm-hmm. and Bill is like, we have to cancel the thing tomorrow because Eric is missing. Like, we cannot go. And Nana's like, well, fuck you. We're going. Like, we're going to keep doing this. It's like, there's other company for the image. Yeah, and she's like, you had better be in a tolerant mood. And also, didn't Jessica and Nan have a scene where Nan was like, you don't want to be a maker? Oh, no, that's when you first see Nan. She's waiting oh, that's at right, Bill's that's house. Right. Yeah. And J- Jessica's saying all this stuff about Hoyt and um, Jason and all her thing. And she goes, yeah, now I know why I don't want to put my career on hold to be a maker. <laughs> it's like being a mom. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's pretty much the exact correlation yeah. to not being a mom. And just, like, so fed up. And that's when um, I think Bill comes in and sees her for the first time. Yes. And talks about like hey this is your fault right shit's going down the the witches have eric or eric's gone and all this stuff so they decided still have the festival yeah and during this sicky has a sex dream about bill and eric 
where there is a world that she can have them both. And she's like, I claim, she's like, I'm in love with both of you. And then they all have sex. And then she she takes this time to take a stand where she's in these six inch heels and red lingerie. Yeah. And she goes, if a man does it, it's different. So like, instead of me being yours or yours, you're both mine. And they're like, no. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, that's not going to work for us. Yeah. And then they have, they, she gets on the couch and starts, they all start making out. It looks like the start of a really bad porno. Enjoy those, Sicky. Yeah. <laughs> You look like you have it down, so. <laughs> you look like you're having a great time, really so we'll leave you be. Yeah. But it's like, she can only take a stand in her own dream. That's where she's the strongest. <laughs> she goes, nobody can interrupt me or talk for me in, right. this, in this scenario, which, go her. Yeah. Um, One thing which bugged me about Nan, so really the big thing is they go to the, they're having the, the freedom of intolerance thing, and while the sister's having this heartfelt speech of like my sister came back and wanted to watch us mm-hmm. eat and and like they're telling this heartfelt story um nan and bill are talking and they're like how can you have a freedom tolerance festival and no vampires here yeah it's like having a civil rights protest with um no black people yeah and she says she corrects him she goes it's called they're called african-americans and if there wasn't them, it wouldn't have turned into a bloodbath. I'm like, so she corrects him politically and then turns around and makes a racist statement. Yeah. I hate, I mean, I like her first place. Right. What kind of name is Nan? A little bitch. I'd rather go by Nancy. Right. That's, Nan is stupid. But, um. Sorry if your name's Nan. I know. (laughs) Just, just in this situation, it's stupid because she's a racist bitch. Yeah. We hate her. Yeah. Um, so... Sookie comes in mm-hmm. right when, right before things hit the fan. Yes. Because Eric has lured other vampire body cards right into Marnie slash Atonia's spell. Yes. So now she has four puppets. Oof. And their plan is to attack the crowd. Yeah. Just attack the crowd. Uh, yeah, because the, the three human security guards have start their, attacking people. Yeah, right? and have their guts ripped out. Right? Aren't they attacked by the vampires and killed? I thought she yells run right before that the episode ends. She does. And then the... <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Bill is making his speech, and that's when Sookie's, like, trying to distract him. Mm-hmm. And the vampires that Antonia have under her control come out and, like, kill three of the human ones. Yeah. And people are, like, fucking freaking out. They're running around. Yeah. And then Sookie screams, run! Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. That's it. I don't think there's anything we didn't talk about, but I wanted to bring up, there's this one part that after Mavis gives Mikey back, Terry goes, don't worry, we still love you, Lafayette. I know. I think that's my favorite. Well, because Lafayette doesn't know what's happening. Like, he's yeah. possessed. So, I know. Terrence yeah. is fucking sweet. Yeah, and I don't think they fully understand what's yeah. going on. But they're like, don't worry, we still love you. Yeah. Do you have a favorite line? <laughs> I have to say, for a badass werewolf, you drive like a girl. Okay, I have another second one. Okay. Um, It's when, right before they kick in the door and Andy's yelling, and... Lafayette is Mavis be like, you sound like a white man. And oh, yeah. Andy yells, you know damn well I'm a white man. <laughs> I also, um, when Mavis, Mavis says, 
Lafayette, thank you for everything. And Lafayette goes, you got it, bitch. <laughs> I was like, I love that so much. I was like, wait a day for a sweet moment. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like another build-up episode. I was I was excited to see what was going to happen with Eric. I yeah. feel like the build-up of the last one was good. But now, shit's happening. Yeah. Shit's happening. I don't know what's going to... I don't know what Sookie's going to do, but people are people are going to get hurt yeah. already. So I know. It'll be an interesting... Um, the next one is called Burning Down the House, which... Yeah, burn yeah, it all down. All burn it. it all down. It'll be interesting to see um, how all of this destruction ends. Because yeah. we still have two, three more episodes. That's all? I don't know. I feel like they could wrap it up next episode. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do to fill Yeah, how to take two on more. Marnie. Yeah. We'll see, I guess. But, whew. I mean, she's, she's, she's getting shit done. Right? <laughs> I think Antonio was a one-trick pony. No. She's she's got other tricks up her sleeve. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe Tommy finally dies. I know you've been waiting. On I'm that. ready. If he's not gonna fuck Mrs. Fortenberry, then get out. I don't need you. I hope Miss Fortenberry's like done. Yeah, she never needs to come back. Well, her and Hoyt need to just move back in together. No wonder where he gets his toxicity right? from. God, I hate them. Anyways, <laughs> that was That's the episode. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see next week and see what happens with this festival of yeah. tolerance because. We'll have to see how that uh, does for the image. Doesn't Nan... seem very tolerant to me. No, and Nan's all about the image. How the fuck is she going to swing this? Yeah. Good luck. This is a PR uh, nightmare. Yes. Oh, man. Everything is going straight down the drain yes. of everything that they work for. Ugh. Maybe the Newlands will pop back up and be like, ha ha. It's us. Told you so. Right. Oh, man. Well, yeah. So that was season four, episode nine. Mm-hmm. We are blood types. Well, yeah. we're not blood types. We're Ashley and Fawn, and this is Blood Types. This is Blood Types. And you can find us on Instagram. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram mainly. We love talking to you guys on Instagram, and thank you for going along with a lot of our Twilight memes, because we're we're fully in it. Guys, this is my Twilight era, okay? I didn't get to go through Twilight when everyone else did, because I was an emo kid who was too cool for Twilight, okay? And now I'm 28, and I don't give a fuck anymore, (laughs) and I am loving it. We have a lot of content that we're going to be posting, um, a lot of cool things that are going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So we're excited to bring you some more content. Um, And yeah, like Ashley said, thanks for putting up with my Twilight phase. Team Carlisle and Rosalie. I love it. I love it so much. Um, But we'll see you next week for another episode.